Good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Tuesday, May the 9th. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. Make sure you make it part of your day. Whether you want the news, the videos, the podcast, the Twitter, the Facebook, you name it, it's all out there. Today is going to be a show about the other white meat. Yep, we're talking about platinum, palladium, and rhodium. We'll also throw the original white meat, silver, in there as well. So it's going to be all the other metals all day today. There really is no economic news uh, to speak of, so it's a great day to to go in-depth. We're going to look at demand. We're going to look at supply. We're going to look at where do the metals come from. What are they for? Uh, so I've, been, I've spent the last 24 hours uh, just getting in-depth. I had a customer call and ask me about it uh, yesterday morning, and it kind of got me started uh, down this path. So we're going to break it all down for you today. All you ever wanted to know about platinum, palladium, and rhodium, and we're going to look at, like I said, all the different factors uh, are they expensive? Are they not expensive? Is it a good time to buy? Is it not a good time to buy? We're going to go through all of those things uh, today and break down all of the different elements of all three of those metals. So stay tuned for that. Uh, there was a, and I guess I have to talk about it, uh, one of the largest silver mining companies in the world, their CEO was talking at uh, the Atlas 400 convention uh, and and really had some interesting things to say. Now, granted, he's a silver miner, right? so you gotta gotta you know keep that in mind. But here's what he he here's what he said. And I'll just lay it out there for you, and we'll talk a little bit more uh, about these two things a little later in the program. But according to the, you know, the geologist society, the ratio of silver to gold, the Earth's crust contains 21 times more silver than it does gold. So when you look at the price of silver today, right now, uh, by the way, silver is trading. Let me be exact here. So silver is at sixteen ten, gold's at twelve hundred seventeen. I should have had this done for you already. Almost seventy six times. In other words, you need almost seventy six ounces of silver to get to one ounce of gold. Now, you know that I am a big proponent of this ratio. Matter of fact, the last time I made the all-out silver super buy, silver was above 80 ounces. 
anything, you know, I'm I, I'm my number is sixty. I think that is kind of the average. This guy says it's fifty, but based on his number, the silver price at fifty dollars, or I mean at fifty to one, should be about twenty four dollars. So we're saying, hey, listen, silver's already underpriced. Uh, historic average puts the price at about twenty four dollars. Uh, in 60 cents and one of the things that he did bring up that I thought was interesting according to this guy and I did not verify his number but he says that they're only mining nine times more silver than gold and that if you use that ratio silver would be $136.67 so yeah there you go but I will say this Silver is a big buy right now. Anytime it breaks the 70 ratio, then I, then it's in that uh, big buy category. And right now it's almost at 76. Uh, the last time silver, the ratio was that high, uh, silver was in the $13, $14 an ounce, an ounce range. Uh, but I just wanted to, to bring that up because... You're going to see, because I know how you are, you go out and you look at these headlines, and silver could go to $136 to the ounce. That's how he got there. And, like I said, I didn't verify. That seems low to me that they're only mining nine times, nine ounces of silver for every ounce of gold, but that's the number he reported uh, at that conference, the Atlas 400 conference. Uh, But we'll... But I will agree with one thing that he did say. Silver, absolutely, uh, with the seven, almost 76 ounces to one ounce of gold, uh, is looks very, very attractive. So I'll, I'll make that concession. I'll agree with him on that. I think, uh, you know, anything, anytime it gets above 70 ounces, uh, you can really expect some form of a bounce. And let's face it, silver's been down, what, for only like two weeks straight. So uh, we're due for a bounce back. Uh, but when we get back, it's all the other white meat. Patriot Radio News Hour. It's never old, and it's not what you expect. But it's up and coming. It's right in front of you. It's the life of the party, the word on the street. It's in, it's always, and it's about time. It's where we're at, it's what you want, it's on your mind, it's in your mouth, it's pork. And it's catching on the other white meat. Taste what's next. What is next, the other white meat? Uh, Yeah, so this show is going to be pork, turkey, and veal. The three other white meats talking about platinum, palladium, and rhodium. Uh, First up, I'm going to give you... The historical ratios for gold or for silver, platinum, palladium, and, and rhodium. We're, we're, we're going to go through those first, and then we're going to break down each one of the metals. So, silver ratio. If you go online, a lot of people use fifty to one. And matter of fact, uh, when I started with Eric. You know, go back, and this was what oh three oh four. That was what I was 
was t- taught, right? Joe, when people ask you if silver's a good buy, if it's less than 50 ounces to buy one ounce, then it's not, and if it's more, then it is. And as I've grown up in the industry, and I'm a, I was always more of a numbers guy than, than, than Eric was, I started tracking it myself. And my unofficial ratio for me is 60. Right? I, I don't, I think at 50, you probably should be selling silver versus buying silver. Uh, but I, you know, anywhere in that 60 range, right? You know, and I don't really uh, get too excited at, you know, say 63 or too excited at 68. You know, anything in the 60s is about right. When it gets above that, that's when I say, hey, that's the time to buy. 76, this is the the second highest level I've seen in the the last, you know, three, four years here, which is almost 76 ounces of silver today, but that ratio was 50. That's their number. My number is 60. Your number may be something else. Platinum. Historically from platinum, and historically we go back to the 70s. Because really, nothing really counted until we went full fiat and the government stopped setting the price of gold. Platinum, you need 1.5 ounces of gold for one ounce of platinum. That is the historical average. And right now, you know, platinum is only at $900, which makes it, uh, you need 1.35 ounces of platinum for an ounce of gold. So from a historic ratio trend, platinum is an absolute screaming buy. And we've talked about platinum before. Only a few times over the 40 years has platinum even been less than gold. This is, we're, we're right in, this is about what the, going into almost year three of this pattern. So this is uh, a long stretch of time where we see silver, or I mean silver, platinum trading for less than an ounce of gold. And historically, usually you would need an ounce and a half of gold to get to uh, the platinum price, which means, you know, we're saying platinum's at 900. Historically speaking, platinum should be about 1,800. Then there's palladium. And palladium and platinum, they kind of go together. And... I, you know, all the, I talk about how gold's the older brother, right, and silver's the little brother, and gold's more even, and silver's more volatile. That same relationship holds true with platinum and palladium. Platinum's the more well-known older brother. Palladium 
And, and I did not know this until I really started digging in. I'll give you the 40-year ratio average. 2.6 ounces of gold or of, plat, of palladium for one ounce of gold. So let me say that again without tripping all over myself. It's live radio. 2.6 ounces of palladium for one ounce of gold. That is the historic 40-year average. However, you've needed as little as a quarter of an ounce of palladium to get to an ounce of gold. In other words, at one point, palladium was four times more expensive. And then at other points, you've needed more than seven ounces of palladium to get to the ounce of gold. Right now, palladium is at $796, or about 1.5 ounces of palladium to get to one ounce of gold. So it's more historically speaking on the expensive side when compared to the price of gold. Now we're going to break we're going to break down this a little more in a little more detail because the devil's always in the details. Rhodium which by the way is the third brother. Palladium Platinum, rhodium, you almost never have one without the other. And what I mean by that is the vast majority of applications for all three of these metals is in the automotive industry. And you always are using some platinum or some palladium in rhodium is always used with it. So they are very much and very uniquely all tied together. I tried to come up with an historic average for rhodium to gold so I could, you know, do the whole apples to apples thing. I couldn't do it. Rhodium has uh, not been around, I guess, as long uh, it's been as high. What I can tell you is rhodium has been as high as $10,000 to the ounce just since 2000. Rhodium has also been as low as $400 to the ounce just since 2000. So it is a, you know, we talk about volatile rhodium is even more volatile. So you think about gold and silver. Gold's the older brother. Silver's the volatile little brother. Then you go to platinum and palladium. Platinum's big brother. Palladium's a little more volatile brother. And then you throw rhodium in there. And rhodium, he's crazy. And he is the most volatile of all the metals by far. And it's also the at least from a, I guess, from a Wall Street perspective, the smallest of all the markets. 
Obviously, the gold market's the biggest, followed by silver, followed by platinum, followed by palladium, and then there's rhodium. So where does all of these metals come from? Platinum, South Africa is by far the largest producer of platinum. Matter of fact, there's one mine in South Africa that accounts for the vast majority of it. And I'm going to Bushveld. At least that's how I think you pronounce it. Bushveld. It's a complex in South Africa that is the number one producer of platinum in all of the world. Russia is the second largest producer and then it really falls off. Zimbabwe, Canada, and then the United States is fifth. And we meant a, a, it's almost an insignificant amount. A matter of fact, most of the platinum mined in the world outside of this complex in South Africa is a byproduct. In other words, the, the mine is actually, they're mining for something else, right? And, and they happen to get some palladium or, or some platinum with it. There normally will be a, a byproduct of palladium. So if you have a palladium mine, you'll get some platinum, and then a lot of where nickel is. And, not, and I shouldn't say a lot. In Russia and South Africa, where there's nickel mines, you also get some platinum as a byproduct. So on the platinum side, Russia and South Africa, between those two, they make up the vast majority of the metal. Palladium is even more pronounced. Russia is the largest producer of the metal, followed by South Africa then the Canadians, then us, and then Zimbabwe. And again, very similar pattern. Big fall off after Russia and South Africa. Matter of fact, you could combine the other three countries, and that doesn't even get you to where the you know Russia, whoever was second in in the production, gets you. So it, it's you know seventy, eighty percent of all the the platinum and palladium in the world are minted in South Africa and Russia. Rhodium, not surprising. Guess what? South Africa and Russia. But this one's a little different. Rhodium, 80% of all the rhodium mined in the world comes out of South Africa. 12% in Russia, and then the rest of the world, you get the other 8%. So this is where we find the vast majority of the other white meats, pretty much South Africa and Russia, dominate where it comes from. A lot of times, that can have a substantial impact on the price of the metal. Right? We know South Africa, right, they're known for mining strikes. They're known to have problems with electricity, uh, you know, at least a couple of times a decade for both of those. 
uh, and the Russians. You never know what the Russians are going to do, right? right? So when you have the a lot of the spikes in the price of those metals have to do with turmoil within one of those two countries. According to the World Platinum Investment Council, so we're going to break down all three metals. So now I'm going to I'm going to go in depth with platinum and then palladium and rhodium. What the mine supply is, what the demand is, where the scrap is, all of those things to kind of put together where we are as far as prices go. Platinum is in what we call supply deficit. In other words, we don't mine enough platinum to meet demand. So they have to make it up, either out of available stock or scrap. So platinum demand today is 8.1 million ounces. We're going to talk about supply and demand for all of the metals and, of course, the primary use of those metals. And then we're going to try to hypothesize where we think the other metals are headed. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative perspective since 1983, continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. Former National Football League Commissioner Pete Rozelle would roll over in his grave if he knew what the NFL had become today. Rozelle built the NFL for 29 years into the success it is by defending its integrity against the corrupting influence of gambling. The NFL had even prohibited visits to Las Vegas during the football season and had banned advertisements to promote Vegas during the Super Bowl. While the NFL still publicly pretends to disfavor gambling on its games, yet nearly all of its teams have signed lucrative multi-million dollar deals for fantasy football, encouraging fans to gamble. Hypocrisy lingers as the NFL still publicly opposes betting on its games. The real underlying issue probably has more to do with whether the league profits from the gambling. Betting on professional football games already constitutes more than 40% of all the lawful sports betting in Nevada. In addition, the American Gaming Association estimates that $150 billion is spent annually on illegal sports betting. So why are taxpayers subsidizing corporate welfare to the NFL as it moves towards gambling? We shouldn't be footing the bills for billionaire owners who profit from massive taxpayer subsidies. The NFL has abandoned numerous stadiums, leaving the downtowns of multiple cities economically depressed. In addition to forcing taxpayers to pay massive costs for these stadiums, many have been financed with tax-exempt bonds. A study by the Brookings Institute revealed that 36 of the 45 stadiums built or significantly renovated since 2000 use tax-exempt municipal bonds, which indirectly cost federal taxpayers $3.7 billion. New Jersey ended up paying so much to the NFL after hosting the Super Bowl in 2014 without a significant boost to local commerce that 55% of its business leaders surveyed said that they don't want the Super Bowl hosted in their state again. Yet, the NFL uses the Super Bowl to threaten state legislators against enacting conservative legislation. 
Fortunately, the public is waking up. Television ratings for the NFL were down last season after years of boundless growth. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Want to join the spirited debate over issues you care about? At PSEagles.com, conservative strategists are blogging about education, radical feminism, climate change, national security, parental rights, and other issues you care about. Stay informed and add your own comments at PSEagles.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. He was backwards, backwards, use words like no, sir, yes, ma'am, back. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Sorry about that. We're, me and Wendy were discussing. So the talking about platinum, palladium, rhodium, the vast, vast majority, I mean like three quarters if not more, of what it's used for. Catalytic converters. Somehow they have uh, the ability to reduce emissions from gasoline, and, and I think gasoline and diesel. I'm not sure about the diesel side. Gasoline type for sure. In gasoline engines. And they use both platinum and palladium have the same quality as far as the ability to reduce and significantly reduce those admissions. Rhodium is used as some like a, almost like a bonding agent with either platinum and or palladium in those catalytic converters. Platinum has been the primary source of that here in the United States. Palladium has been used overseas, in Asia primarily, uh, but both of them have that same quality. The only difference of the metals really is as far as at least platinum and palladium go, platinum is much denser. It's harder. Matter of fact, uh, the United States, we used to mint a platinum coin. We stopped doing it years and years ago. When I say years and years ago, it's almost, I think it's been almost like 10 years now we haven't minted it because it tears up the machine. It's a really hard metal. That's why they liked it in jewelry so much. The platinum was very durable. It's a very durable metal. Palladium's a little softer uh, of the two. And then rhodium has this very shiny quality to it when you uh, refine it. And it's a very good reflector. Uh, so rhodium is primarily used as like a coating. And, and you know, I'm not a... Uh, I don't know if I have to be an engineer or something like that. I don't have, I'm not a chemist, uh, but that is the way I understand it. Talking about supply and demand, right? Because at the end of the day, I always like economics 101, right? You can always have 
wild fluctuations in prices. But the metals will always average out to wherever the supply and demand is. Demand for for platinum is 8.1 million ounces. Mine supply is only 6 million ounces. So you've got a $2.1 million million ounce deficit. However, there is a pretty strong scrap market. Some of you, unfortunately, may have been the victim of this market by one of those urban miners. And they've cut out the catalytic converter in your car. The reason they did that was for the platinum. So there's about 1.9 million ounces in scrap sold annually, which puts the deficit right now at about 250,000 ounces. The Platinum Investment Council says that deficit will remain for the next five years, which is as far out as they are going. They're going all the way to 2021, and according to all of their research, they're saying that that not only will that deficit remain, but by 2021, they believe that mine supply is going to continue to fall by about 50,000 ounces a year. So that puts maybe the deficit will grow to maybe a half a million ounces. Uh, so they they say that they believe platinum is very attractive. Uh, the one thing that I was concerned about and I wanted to find out was are the platinum miners hedging? Because that could be a good indicator that they think the price is still going to fall significantly from here. They are not. Matter of fact, according to the Platinum Council, they say they will continue to decrease supply as the price has fallen below $1,000 to the ounce. So that is kind of the, I guess that is the Platinum story. By the way, since 2000, okay, so you take the last 17 years, Platinum has been as low as $440. It's been as high as $2,300. It's currently at $900, and it's up about 105% since 2000. Now we go to palladium. So palladium, again... South Africa and Russia dominate the scene. Russia is number one. South Africa is number two. Between the two of them, they've got over 80% of the supply. 75% of all palladium is used in autos. Like platinum, they do use it in jewelry as well. Uh, and there's some other uses for, for both of those metals. But that when you figure in autos and jewelry, you make up pretty much 
the vast majority of all the platinum and palladium that is used. Remember, the historical average is 2.6 ounces of palladium to an ounce of gold. We're at 1.5 today. Platinum only once. I'm sorry, palladium only once was more expensive than platinum. So palladium, one time since 1977, in the last 40 years, has been more expensive than platinum. And it wasn't by a lot. But there was a huge Russian strike that was going on during that spike. And that was right right around 99, 2000. We'll talk more about palladium when we return. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour. We're breaking down the other white meat, the other white metals, platinum, palladium, and rhodium. Uh, Right now we are on platinum. I'm sorry. We're on palladium, talking about the mine supplies and deficits. Only once was palladium more expensive than platinum, and that was right at the end of 1999 and into the early part of 2000. And the Russians were, there was a huge... And I don't know, I I didn't get all the details. I think part of it was the Russians just being the Russians uh, and and kind of decided to shut off the supply to drive up the price. Uh, But nonetheless, it's never done it outside of a Russian event. How's that? And it only did it that one time. Will it do it now? Palladium is at $800. Platinum's at $900. If you tell me this, I will tell you up until today, platinum is either way underpriced, which according to the historic average to gold, it's about what, 100% underpriced, right? 900 and should be 18. Or palladium is way overpriced. By the way, palladium's approaching all-time high. I, oh, I want to say it got right, right close to $1,000 to the ounce on one of those trading days. But then I started digging in. What's going on with palladium? China, by far the week, the world's biggest consumer, obviously, cars, right? We know that. Right now, palladium is in a big supply deficit. 600,000 ounces in 2016, but here's what's driving the price. And by the way, just to show you how volatile this metal really is. At this time last year, it was about $400. 
Okay, it's now eight. They're projecting a 1.2 million ounce deficit for this year. Now, as we know, Russia and South Africa dominate the supply, but here's what made it different than platinum. Demand, 9.8 million ounces. So it already has over, what, 1.7 million more ounces of demand than platinum. Just tells you how many cars are being built with palladium as the catalytic converter. There is 9 million ounces of supply. And you look at, and remember now, platinum only had 6 million ounces of supply. But where platinum was able to close the gap was that they were able to get 1.9 million ounces of scrap. Palladium doesn't have that much. The urban miners <laughs> haven't quite caught up yet. Scrap supply is only a couple hundred thousand ounces. So when we look at platinum and palladium today, historically speaking, platinum's either way undervalued or palladium's way overvalued. But when you dig into the details, it does appear to me that we may enter the for the first time ever, and, and I don't know if it'll be this year, next year, but let's just take the next five years out to 2021, where you'll see palladium become more expensive than platinum. I don't know, you know, and this is really just a supply and demand call. It does not appear, at least in the research that I've done, that they really can do a lot to to change the supply of palladium. In other words, at least from what I'm reading, these mines are running full blast. The other factor involved is the Russians created a global palladium fund. And they funded this with 90,000 ounces of palladium. You know, it's kind of like an ETF type thing. Uh, I don't know how big it will get, if it'll get much bigger. Uh, but, But that could be a factor when you're talking about, hey, that's almost 100,000 ounces, and we're already running a deficit of at least what they're estimating this year to be over a million ounces. And there's just not the scrap supply to make up for it. So that is the story on palladium. So we have platinum at 900, palladium at 800, Both of them have things that I like. Number one, palladium, the fact that you need more palladium than you do to buy an ounce of gold, I think palladium's underpriced. I now think after researching this, palladium may be 
underpriced. And how about the third brother? We'll talk about him next. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour, the other white medals all day today. Before I get out of here, and I'll do this now in case I run out of time, there is no palladium available. Right? Go figure. Supply and demand. There is no palladium available. There are some one-ounce bars. Uh, The platinum is going to be a Swiss bar. They're at $999. There are some rhodium bars, one-ounce rhodium bars. They are. There's only one manufacturer. Baird does the only rhodium that I know of. They're also $999. And rhodium and platinum are both about $900 right now. Speaking of rhodium, rhodium really only comes from two places. South Africa and Russia. And 80% of it, South Africa. Uh, rhodium since 2000 has been as low as $400. Whoa, really? That's the correction. Rhodium, at least according to our source. Now, rhodium does not trade very often. So it will not, I, I apologize, it's not $999. It'll be $1,099. Uh, right now, they're saying spot price rhodium nine seventy. Rhodium has been as low as four hundred dollars since two thousand, and as high as ten thousand. Extremely volatile. It has spent over the last seventeen years, about three of those years, under a thousand all the rest of those years uh, mainly between two and ten thousand rhodium has almost no scrap whatsoever there is almost no warehouse stock of rhodium And according to the research I did, there's really no way (laughs) for the mines to increase or decrease the supply. The only note that I saw was, and it was a bullish note saying, because it's under $1,000, it's a buy. Remember, I told you all, I want to say it was December, to buy it, because it was in like the 500s. Right now, it's up to 970, and I want to say, I even think I said like last week or two weeks ago, hey, you may want to sell it. Because in my mind, the easy money's been made, uh, but after doing some research, there is upside. I don't know how much, I just know this metal is extremely, extremely volatile. If there is so much as a hiccup, In the mine in South Africa, prices go crazy. Matter of fact, it got to 10,000 an ounce due to a miner's strike. 
So one ounce platinum at nine ninety nine, one ounce rhodium bars at a thousand ninety nine. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. There is no palladium. Sorry about that. Oh, well, if you have a great day, hey, maybe take a flyer on the other white metal. 